Okay, so Dead Palette. Mm-hmm. Brandon. Mm. My 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 dear my dear friend. Mm. How the fuck did Alan spontaneously combust, turn inside out, and then become three different people? Uh, uh, I'm gonna blame the mainstream media. It's always the mainstream media. I mean, that's a fair assumption. I didn't know Alan spent that much time being a focal point to the mainstream media. But anyway, we now got three personages here that are all aspects of Alan. We've got the id, the ego, and the superego. Okay, so who's who? Uh, <laughs> that's a, well, that's for actually, that, that's actually, what you that's what you're supposed to tell me, uh, Swedish <laughs> Alan. Uh, well, okay, I am. Uh, well, Beth is Beth is the super ego. I I decide this now. Okay, I don't know yeah, how that I, works for sure. Let's okay, go with that. I, I don't know what you're all on about. I, I'm just I'm the combustion. <laughs> I, I was just combusting it's your, along. It's and, your fault then. <laughs> and then I spontaneously howled. If we want to talk about combustion, we got to talk about the fact that I ate a bunch of onion rings. Now I'm farting, and the farts smell bad, and they're making me want to throw up. That's combustion. If you throw up uh, live on this show, that'll be very interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> it's not live, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, so. anyone, anyone in the stream, hit one if you want me to throw up on stream. <laughs> one, 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 one. Oh, <laughs> no, you got to do it though. <laughs> so I'm not sure what I'm not sure what podcast this is anymore because um, while we did have plans to uh, hit uh, Baraska again, you know the best laid plans of mice and men and combusting Allens. Uh, who who are you, people? We are half of the Raw Dog Reading Cast. Half? Well, I guess that's yeah. maybe a name we could go by. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Abysme is kind of the person who who keeps us in check and and does all the hard work. So without him, we don't really know what we're doing. So <laughs> okay then. Well, I guess now you're part of He's... you're part of this show. The show that yeah. actually the show that caused raw dog reading. So if anything, you've upgraded. Yeah, uh, we we have invaded the uh, the canon. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the canon. Yep. I'm gonna aim. Everybody get into the canon. I'm gonna light the fuse. <laughs> I hope you all brought your. Uh, I hope you all brought something for protective headgear. I like that we didn't invite up Ismi. Yep. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you invite Abysme, then you can't make fun of them. So why? <laughs> oh no, no, we can still make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be really hard to tell which one is Abysme if he's here, because everyone would start doing the Abysme impression, and everybody does such a good Abysme impression, it would just be hard to like identify. <laughs> if Abysme is here, then everyone is Abysme. Yes. So Abysme what... could be one of us, and no one would even know it. So if Abysme's not here, then what part... Okay, let's do this properly. What parts of Raw Doll readings do we have here? Um, we have Saf. I'm Saf. I'm, I, I'm guilty for... Um, the There is no God on the Broccoli joke. Um, almost winning the Pokepasta contest. Well. And, <laughs> uh, b- being stuck in Scully's mirror and being forced to write the horoscopes. You, you were stuck in Scully's mirror? Yep. 
Dude, uh, were you there when the pasta shade was being held hostage? Because I think he was held hostage at one point. I think I was, actually. But I, I just recently escaped. Oh, that's... Well, okay. Do you, do you know how he escaped? I don't, actually. I was stuck in a mirror. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess um, hopefully that's going to be in his audio logs. I've been kind of pouring through them, and uh, it's there was at least one instance in there where he recorded the fact that he was basically kept Paul S. style by Scully and was forced to write an episode for Scully. And I'm very worried about broadcasting that one. But, uh, I mean, his final wishes made it very clear that I had to do that. So uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. It's hopefully a good episode. Hopefully. Um, but, but hopefully. again, I don't trust Scully. So Me neither. You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So me then um, so we have Zath. And then uh, over on Zath's hypothetical uh, right. Yes. Hey, it's me, it bit me. I heard you guys were recording. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you could make it. I guess microphone quality is terrible. Fuck me, boogie. Anyway, hi, I'm Mr. Blue Yeti, and uh, I have a, I got a bone to pick with this abysmy fellow. <laughs> yeah, he's. He's awful. He he made he made poor old uh, Blue Yeti over here cry. Clang 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 clang. Mister Blue Yeti, hey, are you ready? <laughs> uh, in, in all actuality, uh, I'm hyperthermal. Hi. Uh, you know, I've been a big fan of scary things for a long time, and I, I like to do things. I I would assume you do as a being of some sort. Okay, I have a question for you, Hyper. Yeah. Are you a native of Popstar? No, I wish I were. Because <laughs> I've always wondered. You have a sort of you have a sort of uh, Hal Laboratories look to you. It's it's very intentional. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured. All right, and then Mark, don't 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 uh, reveal where he stole his uh, aesthetic from. Don't 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 no, reveal no, his don't. fashion secrets. No, I, I, why, why would I do that? No, I won't tell secrets. any. I won't tell anybody that he ordered all of his clothes from the Holy Nightmare Corporation. <laughs> I thought I thought they were. I thought I just thought it was Halton Enterprises. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends on if you like. It depends on if you you care more about the four kids dub or the original Japanese. <laughs> Mm. Um, and then sorry uh, and then we have Beth yes hi I am Beth (laughs) I draw things Beth is is already a legend I don't know who (laughs) you two are but Beth Beth is a legend (laughs) I mean long time listeners know that whenever we get on a weird tangent or at least for a while we'd be like hey Beth Beth, can you do this thing for us? <laughs> and usually, without fail, there would be a sketch in the immediate aftermath of that episode. So Beth is a Beth is a champion, and uh, we are glad to have her and her um, her entourage, which is these two schmoes, on the show. So. <laughs> Yay! So welcome Yay. to under welcome to underdog analysis. Glad to be a part of it. It's it's been a long time Yay. coming. But it finally came. Yeah. So you know, now, now we gotta reverse this somehow. Anyway. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, and because it is Friday, uh, and we haven't done this in a while, we were supposed to do it on Fridays, and then that kind of fell through, but that's always how it goes with Undercooked Analysis, because we this was supposed to be a no script, no plan, no filters podcast, and we've been doing entirely too much planning, and I think the gods are punishing us for that planning, but for some reason only punishing Alan, which isn't fair, so... It's, it's all Alan's fault. <laughs> Some... It's almost as if someone ripped open a portal in time and threw Alan into the past. Mm. That explains why mm. Alan has been walking around uh, killing robots. Well, my evil sword. is law. <laughs> Back to the past samurai, Alan. Um... So, uh, patrons poison. We are we've been asked to imbibe a uh, particular poison by Mokari, by our patron Mokari, who writes. I remember liking this story a long time ago. Not sure how it holds up now, but I'd love for you guys to rip into it. And uh, we have been presented with a story called Prey. Uh, thank you, Mokari. Uh, we're gonna go give this one a look tonight. It's it's your you and of course you get what you paid for. It's your usual gang of. Me, Dead Palette, and three aspects of Alan that are actually three children in a dog costume. Anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> in a raw dog costume. Um, in a raw dog costume. My story takes place in a town you've probably never heard of in southeastern rural Kentucky. It's a small town with its people sparsely peppering the mountainsides to and fro. It's the type of town where it isn't exactly unusual to find neighbors bartering for goods with livestock living off what the land provides, and making do with what they've got. It is here that my father was raised. It is here that my father raised his family. Just a small-town girl. <laughs> Living in southeastern Kentucky. <laughs> Eat fried chicken anywhere. My I bought father... a, I bought hold a train on ticket a... with a cow. Yeah, hold hold on a moment. Neighbors bartering for goods with livestock. I love the with idea. livestock. Literally, literally, everybody in this town treats their business like the scenario from Jack and the Beanstalk. I'll trade yeah. you my cow for ten minutes of internet time at the local internet cafe. <laughs> I'll trade my cow for ten minutes of time with your sister. I, I was I picturing. More I thought that like... you were going to say you were going to ask for time with the cow, and I was going to get worried. <laughs> no, cow, no, no, no. I'll trade you your... I'll, cow, I'll trade ten you this minutes cow. With your, ten minutes with your sister. No, 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 Random, Random. Less the lifetime. <laughs> Random, it's the, it's the South. It's ten minutes with your wife, who happens to be my sister. Who happens to be a cow. <laughs> and also cousins yes. somewhere. Who also ha- yes. And also, and also is a truck. <laughs> Just a small a town cow girl, and, and maybe a can of beer, and Jesus is involved somehow. Anyways, yeah. tangent. <laughs> so uh, clearly Gosh, we're okay. clearly we're gonna delve into the devil all the time by Donald Ray Pollock. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I know what that is. Yeah, My father was a proud man, short, barely five seven, but stout. He was many things: a mountaineer, a carpenter, a survivor. A hunter, a hick ass, um, but mostly he was proud. He instilled in me all the virtues that I believe in today. He's the type of man that would give you the last dollar to his name. 
the type that would go hungry to make sure his children were fed. And there were times that he did. I suppose I should clarify that I grew up in poverty. No doubt that there were those worse off than me, but times were uh, hard nonetheless. We have no proof that this father isn't Colonel Harlan Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> until, yeah, you know, until we otherwise, although the whole proud thing got stuck in my head and I couldn't help but picture the dad from the proud family for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've decided, no, this is this is Colonel Sanders. I love, uh, there, there's this anecdote of Colonel Sanders on a plane with a reporter uh, during the 60s when the hippie movement was taking off and, um, uh, the reporter asked him, it's like, what do you think of this uh, new hippie movement? Where, where do you fall on that? And, and Colonel Sanders just looks at the reporter and is just like, well, they eat chicken, don't they? <laughs> wow. That, what, that... what wise words. Yeah. We could all eat chicken, possibly. <laughs> I like chicken. But first we need to barter with it. I like liver. Meow mix, meow mix, please deliver. <laughs> Colonel Sanders was an artist. Okay, um... <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Go, going, going deep with the memes here. Oh yeah, real, real deep. <laughs> we started off topical with the whole... Uh, shortage of KFC chicken in in the UK and then just devolved. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh all right. So who's next in the line? I don't know. I guess I, I don't care. Uh, I, you I fight amongst I, yourselves. Uh, oh okay. I, I, uh, I know what's let's, <laughs> let's have <laughs> Let's all talk over each other instead of reading it. Can you can okay. you all do it? No, like... Let's have Zaf do it next. All right. Uh, let's jiggle at high noon for the order. Uh, my father worked inter intermittent. Great, there's a word I can't pronounce. Intermittently. <laughs> Thank you. Mostly in construction. There are a few homes with the community that my father did not at least help with. He built our house from the ground up, dug out our basement to level the land with little more, little more than a shovel, wheelbarrow, and helping hands of my uncle and two older brothers. Our house sat on a hillside in a leveled alcove. The yard stretched in what seemed like forever, ending at a fresh mountain brook where the woodland lied beyond. The hills are alive with the sound <laughs> of music. You know, they moved this. They moved the tombstones. <laughs> but they, they didn't move they the bodies. They moved the bodies. Uh, they moved Julie Andrews, but they didn't move the rest of the musical. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, so, so she's just off singing somewhere else. They literally well, used to go and, and, without her. What actually happened was when, after that helicopter flies over where she's spinning on that hill, what you don't see is the father and the two older brothers like come up with a wheelbarrow and she doesn't even acknowledge them and they just push it into her and she falls in still singing and then they just wheel her away and she's still singing. And that is why the hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hyper, it's your go. 
All right. <clears throat> he spent a lot of time in those woods, hiking trails, digging ginseng. I think that's how that's pronounced. Ginseng? Yeah. Good enough. Hunting and otherwise passing time. The mountains provided our family with many necessities. Our water was pumped from a mine near the mountain's peak. Our food consisted mainly of game and livestock. My mother is a wonderful cook. She has a fondness for chicken, which we raised. My father, on the other hand, preferred game. Okay, so it's not Colonel no Sanders. Okay, I need, not I Colonel Sanders. His mom is Colonel Sanders. I need you to say frozen peas. Yes. Rosebud frozen peas. <laughs> There's something kind of ominous no about the sentence, she had a fondness for chicken. Yeah. No, no, it's the way that he said it. She has a fondness for chicken. <laughs> Ice cream is a feeling. Oh, no, no, little baby. Incredible mouthfeel. <laughs> no stranger to the... No stranger to the culinary arts, my father was adept at preparing a variety of dishes, all of which he tracked and killed himself. Long before the sun would rise, my father would grab his light and head out. He would follow the mountain stream before turning off into one of the many mine roads that littered the terrain. One such road ran by an old graveyard long since forgotten by the rest of the world. Some headstones there dated back to the onset of the 19th century. But as we already established, they moved both Julie Andrews and the graves, but they forgot to move the bodies, so... Yep. <laughs> you know... Yeah, the headstones were just there for show, honestly. Yeah. Ah. I'm imagining yeah. a, uh, a narrator from one of the, like, the British narrators reading this now. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a world part of... of <laughs> Kentucky, yes, it was. <laughs> this this is just going to uh, degrade into us um, doing dead palate, doing southern voices, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. You know, someone it's made hard. a someone made a comment recently that I, I I I'm sorry if I'm like butchering this, but someone made a comment recently about like dead palate's like a Pokemon. He had to like forget his yeah. best move, his best accent, in order to get a new one. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. I, I was losing my shit when that happened. Yeah. Oh, I, I was trying to figure out, like, there's an obvious joke here, and then the person in the comments figured it out. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. All, right, uh, all right, Beth. Yep. I recall one night my father decided to go spotting. For those of you unfamiliar, spotting is a common practice amongst Appalachian hunters, perhaps amongst hunters in general. But I do not hunt, so I am not sure. The hunter will set out before sunrise. Take a light and little else. The hunter will then proceed to shine the light, much like a spotlight, in hopes of catching a glimpse of an animal's eyes. You see, the eyes of an animal are luminous, and in complete darkness, when the light passes over them, they will shine. This is a method of establishing good hunting venues. On this particular night, my father broke tradition and decided to take his shotgun with him on his spotting expedition. Expedition. This decision, I would later learn, saved his life. Ooh, I'm right. not hating this so far. This yeah, is all right, but that I, but you, 
I don't know the the whole the the spotting that that's actually it that sounds like it could be a thing honestly. It probably and is. It a probably thing. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and mean, it's good for and, for us to be given that kind of background on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hear women and, do it monthly. Ooh. I, 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 I keep hearing spotting, and I keep and I t- hear about the father spotting as like a thing he liked to do, and I just keep wanting to put the word train in front of it. Uh. <laughs> also, the like the foreshadowing here, it, it, like it, lost stories have this problem with front loading, where it's like, and what I saw was the scariest thing ever. It yeah. was my cat crinkling the the candy wrapper <laughs> underneath my bed, but uh, yeah, because I, I clearly it was saw. So scary! That. I almost died. <laughs> I think the scariest thing right now is that um, Brandon might throw up due to the smell of his own farts. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely pretty scary. <laughs> oh god! Um, it was so scary. I threw up. It was so scary that I went train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it, my it, shotgun with me. It's uh, It was Royal Typical who came up with that comment. Oh, thank okay, okay, cool. Credit where credit DP is like a Pokemon that wants to learn a new move, but his moves are full, so he has to decide uh, to forget his strongest move. <laughs> <laughs> one, credit two, and, one, two, and poof. Um. Yeah. Well, I will to 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 kind of fill out what you were saying though, Hyper. Like, yeah. I I what I like is actually there's there's a there's not a lot of front loading, and it's just I like the I like how simple that this decision I would later learn saved his life is as a bit of like intrigue without being like you know the normal what you might expect in a story like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, it also it also sounds a little bit like. Uh, documentary esque in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I I see that. And it's good. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah. I was mid, I was trying I was mid yawn. Uh it was a it was a warm spring night. I was always a night owl, so when my father stirred, I was still awake and playing my Super Nintendo. It was not a school night, so I was greeted with his ever present smile. Hey big man, he chimed. You're up late. I wanna be Mario, I told him. <laughs> My eyes leaving the screen long enough to see him tying his boots. He didn't reply. He just smiled and rubbed my head as he passed me on his way to the gun cabinet. Uh, from it, he removed his customary. Is that, guys, is that how you spell customary? Yeah, it, that, yeah, it seems yeah, like it. I yeah, it, I, I will admit it does look like it's wrong, but Custom I think it's right. Mary. Custo yeah, Mary. Custo yeah, Mary. Yeah, that's right. I just I just Google if that's correct. Mary. Okay. Custo. Custo, yes. <laughs> yep, that, that one works. Yeah. His Custo Mary 12 gauge shotgun, some rounds, and a miner's light. A light, I recall, strapped to his forehead and attached to a rather large battery that he hung at his waist. He then made his way to the couch and sat next to me. He casually lifted the TV remote and waited. When I finished the level, he smiled. Um, pause it. I need to check the forecast. He told me. 
I obliged and changed the channel. He watched as the forecast. Daddy, were... why do you sound Swedish all of a sudden? <laughs> because I, because I can make a southern accent. You see, I can't. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. As the forecaster ramble on about the weather and seem content. No, it's not working. <laughs> it, is, it is the most confused thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Zath, Zath. What kind of, what kind of yeah. accent is it? An accent? It's an accent. <laughs> Zath, it's pronounced yeah. cash. It's pronounced cash. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Not giving rain for uh, today. That's good. <laughs> Everybody's Everybody's a Russian. He turned to me and smiled again. Okay, you can go back to your game. I'm going out. I'll be uh, back in a while. Tell your mother I'll bring home supper. Tonight we're going to have rabbit. Mm. This is good atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. So far, so yeah. good. It's also, also accurate with how parents feel or talk about video games. No, it actually isn't. Like, I i don't think I've ever met a parent who's like, okay, can you finish the level first? I need to check the forecast. And then like, okay, good. I'm well, going to check the forecast. No, I that's, mean, that's how anything works. Well, 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 well I mean, no. when, when I was a kid, my, my parents, I would always, my parents would be like, hey, can I do a thing? Like, can I just finish this level? And then I can pause it. And they'd be like, okay. And then eventually they got the gist of it. And they, you, they'd come in and... They'd know, like, can you, can I do a thing? And oh, yeah. Or they'd say, like, hey, finish your level or save your game, and then I would need to talk to you or whatever. You know. Usually, how it would work in my household is like, hey, can you finish your level? No, mom, I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> remember when? Well, Pokemon does have levels. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember have like explicitly saying a comment of like, no, that's gonna take me forever to get to level. 42 or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, ooh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to sh- digging your holes in the Halo games on your Super Sega Nintendo. <laughs> I need to watch my game shows. <laughs> <laughs> he kissed my forehead and stood. I smiled at him as he rounded the hallway corner to our front door. I listened to the door shut and to the clunk of his boots as he made his way off the porch, down the steps, and through the yard. Steps faded in the distance. From this point on, I cannot vouch for the validity of my tale, but I can tell you that the man who returned was not the man that left. Make no mistake, my father did return, but he was a changed man. He never spoke much of that night until after I had started college. This is his story. Has the story earned the right to do that kind of ominous bit yet? Because I liked it just mm. simple enough about that decision saved might have saved his life. Just, I thought that was good. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Ju- I'm, I'm just I'm just shaking my head. None of you did the Law and Order. Done. Done. <laughs> no, that's future David's problem. He already yeah. did it. Oh, you guys just oh, didn't yeah. hear it. Yeah. Oh man, how how much Thanks, are we going to end up David. for Future David? Um, surprisingly, I'm not, harassing not much. Him. Um, and I appreciate that you haven't had to. Ar- I'm sort of a Future David's gatekeeper a little bit here. Okay. So. Hey, uh, hey, Future David, you you work too hard. You should you should maybe give yourself a break every once in a while. 
Well, thanks, Past Beth. Yeah, well, future David, you 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 should you should just kick back once in a while and receive some big ups. Yeah, yeah, just treat yourself for once. Don't mind if I do. Thank you. But yeah, um, you, I you couldn't I hear do... it, but, but future David just thanked you all. Okay, good, good. glad to hear. Um, uh, but yeah, I I have to say that I do like the line. Um, the man who returned was not the man who left like removed from the whole rest of it i i do like it uh-huh. but yeah i don't i don't know about it you know earning the right to do it this early into the story yeah i'll t- i'll tell you my feeling it's not that it's too early the story really isn't doing anything wrong mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of bland yeah it's yeah. it's not doing anything like really right is the problem i guess the story, it, it, yeah, the story, it would benefit greatly from having a little bit more personality. Like, I want to mm-hmm. know a few more details about the dad. Like, yeah, he, he has a shotgun and everything, and he's got the minor light, and those are all, like, nice details that we kind of need for the uh-huh. story. Mm-hmm. But it feels more like a skeleton than it does fleshed out. Like, you know, he gave you your values. Well, tell me a little bit more about him. And it's like, yeah, I'm playing tell, Mario. Yeah, tell us more about how he was as a person before this incident so that we get a better understanding of how much like how drastic the change was right then that's a little bit more impactful see before yeah he, he was he was a fan of care bears and then afterwards he didn't want to watch care bears anymore <laughs> you which, saw that episode which, oh which episode which which ver, which uh version of care bears who was the villain? Uh, slime Beast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you, 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 there's always that one episode that no one really remembers very well where for some reason, uh, you know, the Care Bears have to go solve a problem and all of a sudden, hi there, I'm Daddy Slime Beast. <laughs> just pops up, ruins everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so it's my go, right? I believe it is your go, Beth. Okay. Like most other nights, he headed up the mountain via a trail that ran alongside the brook. The air was still and warm, and the moon and the stars shone bright. That's a lot of ands. There were no clouds, and the forecast was clear. The sound of cicadas and crickets filled the air. He made his way along the trail intermittently, shining his light on either side of the stream. He walked along the stream until he reached a fork in the path. To his left was his customary turnoff. Further up that trail was an old state dump. Above it was a derelict coal chute. See, like, this is supposed to be red in that dialect. It's supposed to be the air was still and warm and the moon and the stars shone bright. Like, it's supposed to be that. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't read well. It's read well. <laughs> it's meant to be read in that particular tone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's how I actually really like the bit that de- I, I like details about like old derelict mining operations in general. So like, you mm-hmm. know, like further up that trail was an old slate dump above. It was a derelict coal chute, you know, like just kind of setting the setting the scene. So that's good. More, more, more set dressing. I like that. And beyond that uh... was the old homo shack where all the homos would go to have their orgies. <laughs> Could always... <laughs> know you're passing by when you smell the waft of man and lube. 
It wasn't, accept- it wasn't accepted in those times, but it still happened. <laughs> the countrysides were nice, and the plants were the singing, were and singing. the birds and the sun the sun was almost was down, 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 the down from the, the top of the sky. And the, the pants mood was were set dead. for my father's the, quest the... to help our family where we was. <laughs> Stop the hummins. <laughs> He shined he, he shined his light along that trail and contemplated. He had been talking with his hunting buddies, and they had mentioned a sweet spot near the graveyard. A warren of rabbits had apparently taken residence near the abandoned cemetery, and they had all had good fortune while hunting there. My father thought on it for a moment before turning to the, turning to the right. The right trail led on up the mountain for the mine where he redrew out water. It passed by the cemetery where the rabbits were said to reside. He continued to follow the stream until making his way to the cemetery. Man, I don't trust cemetery rabbits. Coal mine rabbits are fine, but cemetery rabbits? They've been eating human. Is there a whole lot of cemetery anything that's trustworthy? I mean... (laughs) Dompe. Yeah. Dompe's trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Eternal virgin Dompe. Um, Actually, no. Featuring Dompe from Devil May Cry. It's like the same game, except you're just digging instead of k- killing demons. It's basically Minecraft. What's gonna Upon come out? What's gonna come simulator. out? When I start digging, we'll find out. Upon his arrival, he skimmed his light back and forth across the plots. If there was a warren here, the rabbits were definitely not being very active tonight. He trudged amongst the plots until finally deciding to move on. He walked back to the trail and stopped. He could go back along the stream trail and to the slate dump. At the very least, he thought, he could cover grounds he was used to hunting. Instead, he decided to follow the trail further. He had been walking for a little more than 15 minutes when he noticed a strange phenomenon. The light from the moon and stars was completely gone. Clouds covered the sky, and in the distance somewhere, there was a flashing, there was a flash of lightning. He counted the seconds to the thunder. Okay, good There's like up. weird, there's weird tense stuff going on here. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. That said, though, I kind of I like the imagery here. Yeah, I've... he he's telling a story that his dad should be telling. Yeah, he should actually say like, "Here it is. Here's me transcribing my father's own words." You yeah, know? yeah, something like it's. I like it so far, but it could definitely be better. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, it, it is me, isn't it? Yeah, uh... it's your go. The sky, the sky roared a moment, then fell silent. There was no rain. He silently observed his surroundings, shining his light on either side of the trail. He paused for a moment longer, and then trudged on. As he walked, he noticed something else. Very faint and very rhythmically, his footsteps were echoing. This was unusual if you've ever been in a wooded mountain. One thing you'll notice is that the mountains are excellent listeners, and seldom repeat what they're told. Yeah, this is like it's 
had some damn good pros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was done inside yeah, Wisconsin. I, I need to give a little. I need to give a little golf clap to the mountains. Our excellent listeners, but yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Little, little golf clap. A, a, a tiny, a tiny round of applause. Yep. Is that, maybe, is that, maybe not that. That's not what that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cicadas, the crickets, the owls—they were all hushed. My father stopped and shined his light around them. He saw nothing, and after a moment, he continued along the trail. The echo was silent for a moment, echo, then started echo, echo. up again. With every crunch of my father's, feet he, of my father's a... feet, he could hear. <laughs> he could hear a chunch <laughs> simultaneously yes, hit the trail, the trail behind, behind him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Someone or something that's was following him. I don't know if you're if you're like actually trying to echo, if you're just reading simultaneously and it's delay. No, I'm being a dick. Okay. Deliberately and furtively stalking him. <laughs> well, there goes that theory, Beth. Deliberately and furtively stalking him. He stopped again, and so did his echo. He shined the light around him again, in all directions. Down the trail, into the trees, and even into the air. Nothing. There was absolutely nothing there. He carefully observed his surroundings. It was then he noticed another trail, not three feet from him on the other side of the brush. Silently, he began devising a plan. Decided that he would begin walking again, and when the echo recommenced... He'd take another step, but he'd stop. If it was his mind playing tricks, then the echo would stop too. He turned up the trail and continued along his way. Within moments, the echo re-emerged. He waited until he was confident the time was right, and he stepped, stopped mid-step. His foot was barely an inch from the ground. Crunching noise. Onomatopoeia. Yep. Onomatopoeia. That was my paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) What a great paragraph. And you stole it. Alright, what's this this gift that you were intending on Uh, sending? For listeners at home, we have just been sent a gift. What could it be? (laughs) Crunching noise. It appears to be uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That is Benedict Cumberbatch, right? That does look yes. like Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, it, it, and he's it going. It most certainly is. And he's going, and he's making. He's shaking his head weirdly. I think it's from Star Trek: Into Darkness. And the caption says, "Crunching noise." <laughs> Perfect. There, I am good at there. transcribing things. Yes, all filled in. <laughs> all filled in. Speaking of filling things in, it's your go, Beth. Yep. The sound resonated through his being and sent shivers down his spine. He spun around, Shrieking shined his light will again. Shock your soul, seal your doom tonight. <laughs> he spun around and shined the light again, only to be greeted by darkness. He turned back up the tra- up the trail and quickened his pace. This time, the strides did not mimic his own; they were faster and louder. It dawned on my father at this point that he had pissed it off, whatever it was. He loaded his shotgun as another plan developed in his mind. 
he decided to step through the brush to the trail on the other side. There, he would wait for it to pass him, and he would turn the tides. Without hesitation, he cut off his light and stepped across the brush and waited in darkness. The sound of its strides continued up the trail before stopping what sounded like mere feet away. Okay, so we've moved on to uh, calling this a capitalized it. Oh, we have. Yes. yes. I missed that. I wasn't sure if it was a, a error in the first instance, but no, it's continued, so yes. it's intentional. So he's being chased by Pennywise. It's, in, it's intentional. Yes. <laughs> then it's... it crossed through the brush coming to a halt beside him. Wait, 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 stomach... wait, 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 the lights came on. The light came on with a sudden flash. Nothing. There was absolutely nothing there. He shined the flash. light. Flash. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Savior of the musical. <laughs> he shined the light all around him. There was no sign of anything passing through the brush. No sign of anything walking along the trail. My father, an expert hunter, could find no trace of the thing that was stalking him. He shined his light further up the trail and saw something. A building. The old coal chute that was just above the slate dump. He bolted for it. He could hear its strides coming up fast behind him. He turned into the coal chute and dove in. The chute collapsed around him, sending him pouring down onto slate and rock. He quickly, quickly made his way to his feet and shined his light toward the chute, shotgun in firing position. He could hear it moving fast up the trail. He heard it hit the coal chute. The sound thundered and trembled under its weight. The chute... The sound. The chute thundered and trembled under its weight, but my father couldn't see anything. He blindly fired, pumped, and fired again and again. The boom of his shotgun echoed throughout the valley. The sound matched by a roar that made the hair on his neck stand. The chute was silent for a moment. Then he heard its strides bolt in the opposite direction. It made its way up the mountain toward the mine. He listened for a long time. Silence. I think they're using the wrong spelling for shoot here. Hmm? Like they're saying shoot as in, you know, shooting the shotgun, but I think they mean oh, shoot as like in C H U T E. A coal shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering. Something something about it seemed off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And and of course, here's t- wow, I have failed my English degree. <laughs> mm. 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 Fix that. F- fix that. <laughs> fix that. Fix it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel, guys. It seems like you guys are kind of positive on this. I'm just like uh, so bland. <laughs> uh, like the atmosphere is good, but yeah. Well, we never yeah, see. Yeah, it the, doesn't really we, seem to have much to it. At least we never saw the creature. I feel like a story like this. Well, then again, we don't know yet. I, I'm assuming we're never going to actually see the creature. Yeah, we only have three paragraphs left, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, can't imagine too much. It was going Shadow into. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> it was Wario Colonel Sanders. Oh no! It was Shadow Colonel Sanders the Hedgehog. <laughs> he got home around noon. 
he was beaten up pretty badly from his fall. He never said a word. How did you know the story? <laughs> uh, my mother attempted to console him, and he silently looked at her, his eyes filled with dread and his ever-present smile gone. Not long after that, he and my mom separated. The court ordered... The Maybe he just went to the gay shack and, and, she could, and she could smell the man and lube on him and just knew what happened. Maybe this is all a story. Maybe this is all his a story. Eyes filled with, his eyes filled with dread at the co concept of returning to the old ball and chain. <laughs> and his ever-present smile gone now that he's realized his true calling. Maybe that's why he never said a word and, and the child is just making up a story to, like, explain away the fact that his dad's gay. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Well, when you're from, like, a, a southeastern Kentucky, I guess you would have to find a way to justify that for yourself. The court ordered that the house be turned over to my turned over to me on my 21st birthday. I returned home to find him sitting on the porch, shotgun beside him. He had long since erected a security fence around the property. He told me his tale and he told me that he continued to hear it when he walked to his mother's or when he trimmed the hedges and mowed the lawn. I could hear he could hear it following him. Ever presently, it stalked him, hunted him. Where his did it homosexuality. Stalk him the <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I, I'll I, I'll just close it up, and then we, unless Hyper wanted to read like the last two lines. No, I just want the last word. Okay, the, the last word. The last word. Yeah. After my father passed, I left the house empty. I don't. It didn't feel right taking it when he had built it from the ground up. But then I met the woman who would become my wife. We married after I graduated college, and now she's pregnant with my son. I brought my family back there to raise them where I was raised. That I write this now because I am afraid. Each night I do a quick sweep of the property. I check the house, and then I check the yard. And each night I can hear the foot. I can hear my footsteps echoing beyond the fence. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that is so now, now the homosexuality is coming to claim our narrator. <laughs> if, this is, if this is all a thinly veiled metaphor, uh, then that's that would be kind of cool, actually. Uh, credited to John R. Uh, you know what I think? I think this is not a bad story, but it's not... A particularly exciting story. I'm kind of mm -hmm. on it. That's how I feel. Um, I almost kind of like the. <laughs> I almost kind of like Dead Palette's interpretation of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was being stalked by the ghost, a spirit, a, a, a hateful demon. It was called the Gay. <laughs> the gays are coming for it's you. A ghost. Oh no. No, Dusty. It's the Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, mean, it, it could, um, I think just about anyone could literally take this story and then go through it paragraph by paragraph and add small details, not a whole lot, just small mm -hmm. things, and yeah. it would be better. 
it doesn't i like, feel like this is i mean that's the, the reason i can't i don't dislike the story is i think there's enough going for it that i think it's kind of interesting uh but it's it's not compelling enough that i i, I don't leave it going like wow i'm gonna remember that i'm gonna be, i, I kind of leave it going huh okay I, cool. I, i've read way worse stories that i enjoyed way more <laughs> well i mean that's true because you know well especially here we have read absolute garbage fire stories that we have had way more fun reading so well i mean like i've read mediocre stories that are more interesting that i would rather reread than this mm-hmm. i do like can I, I i will say i do like that we don't i mean I, I i always feel less is more and i do like that we never find out specifically what was pursuing the father besides mm-hmm. the fact that it's clearly his homosexuality clearly but yeah chasing him <laughs> through the woods but and that's fine. But you I got think you got to give detail... something. It was Julie yeah, Andrews. Detail needs to go into like the like even just how the father was. Like I said before, it it needs to have some kind of descriptor of of how the father was prior to the change. And it just say like in this third to last paragraph, his ever present smile was gone. Why didn't we get stuff like that beforehand? Why didn't we get this until now? We got a little well, bit, well, but no, not we got, enough we got... for it to really stick. We did get that he always had a smile on his face before this. Okay. I'd like to but know. I, still, I was, we, should, we should have gotten more. Yeah. Far more than that. Yeah. David is saying less is more, but it's got to be something. Like, less, okay. Let, let me, let me clarify. Less is more when it comes to dealing with creatures or anything supernatural like that, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of uh, expanding our universe, though, it would be nice if there was more. The ending feels a little abrupt. I'd like to know yeah. what cha- what changed in the father's demeanor. What led to uh, them separating? Was it the gay? I mean, like I'd propose it as a joke, but seriously, like isn't that a better story? It it is actually a legit idea. Like like if you played it with a serious angle, yeah. Like the father is saying all this and and to justify maybe this feeling yeah fuck <laughs> it's not necessarily a horror story but it's it could be well, but then you, that's but that's but that's, 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 a you, just, that's a you horror story though yeah it yeah, is it's very you but then that would just be the babadook <laughs> no, no but it's it's the babadook is yeah i i I don't get where that meme has always come from, but like, yeah, there's the sexual frustration and the Babadook, but this is about, you know, parent finding out that they're gay, which I have a friend who who went through something similar and, uh, you know, raised very Christian and, um, you know, one of the parents finds out that they're like, realizes they're gay and has lived a whole life, you know, softly opposing homosexuality like that's a that's a weird dramatic thing to go to yeah to go through and Mm. it's and it's well here's i was reading the comments and actually uh on november 8th 2014 there was one left by dead thing that i think hits the nail on the head with what we're talking about unless this is a reference to something else or an allegory of some sort i don't like it it's well written and therefore worth reading as study material if you're learning like me but the plot itself seems unimaginative and the story stretches countless lines without really having anything to say but you, 
that's like, yeah, it's the allegory part of it that I think could make the story really interesting. And of course, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. We don't know exactly what the author intended, but if John R. ever considered going back and revisiting the story, I think there's a lot of ways that it could be improved because there's already a, a fairly decent base to the story. It just needs touching up. Yeah, it's, it's like, so weird because it's it's well written, but it doesn't mean anything. Well, it's pretty well written, <laughs> but it's like, it, again, I I think less is more, but less implies that there's something there, and it literally is nothing. Mm-hmm. It is saying it, then it's just it, and it doesn't mean anything. The infamous it. You have to have something small to extrapolate on for less to be more. Yep. Uh, so I I think like maybe at the end where it's like implying the cyclical nature that's going on there I think that could have been done a little bit better mm-hmm. yeah. or at least expand on that but that that would also kind of just go into like the also just having something there if as well if you're gonna do something unknown keeping it unknown is fine but at least have some continued implications about what it might be so you can keep the like again i don't know it's like i'm (laughs) i'm really i'm really i'm really i'm really taken with the allegory concept now even though it was Mm -hmm. yeah even though it was a joke i really like the idea that it could be an allegory and i feel like that would be a really strong angle to present this story um yeah oh yeah like what what if it's like an allegory for a hereditary disease or something. Yeah. Mm. That, that could work. The disease of homosexuality. <laughs> or, or, or being a fish, it's I guess. It's not what it being is. Being a fish. My yeah. father came back and he was a changed man. It was because he wasn't a man. He was a fish that walked on its fins like a man. <laughs> <laughs> he had the in-smouth look. Um... Oh, shit. Somehow he made it. He went hunting, and he got when he fell down that coal chute. Somehow he ended up in Innsmouth. Yeah. Um. So, all right, my my. Egg. All right, doggos. Let's uh, <laughs> let's give. Oh, is start. that what is that what we are now? The doggos. You're the doggos yeah. to me. I used to play bass for the doggos. <laughs> is that your is that your uh, Snoop Dogg cover band? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Let's give it. Let's give this story our our collective uh, freshness ratings, our respective freshness ratings, I should say. Um, I give it a. The meal is completely okay, but the place is like really run down and moody, and it's raining outside, and the atmosphere is really cozy, so it's kind of a bit more than okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's my that's my freshness rating okay my freshness rating is uh excellently listening mountains out of it was absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) i rate this a half a shotgun out of a full gay I rate this 10 minutes with your brother's sister's cow out of shadow Colonel Sanders. I give this a war. I give this a 
Warren of Rabbits in a Cemetery out of Julie Andrews in a Wheelbarrow. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, Well, this is the part of the show where I say, hey, let's do some plugs. Um, And I'd like to, I usually like to make sure our guests get the first opportunity to do that. But I will say right off the bat, hey, Y'all should go listen to – if you like what we do, you should listen to the show we helped create on inadvertently, uh, Raw Dog Readings. Y'all want to talk about Raw Dog Readings? Hi. We mostly read really terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Bottom of like the barrel Brandon, garbage. Like like Brandon has read worse stuff than this and have, uh, have enjoyed it. No, no. Like we, we go straight to the Star Wars – um, the holiday special crap. <laughs> Do you like listening to people suffer? Well, listen to our episode on the blood game. Do you mm-hmm. like Beth? With that, I just realized you might as well have said. Do you like listening to people suffer from Jira symptoms? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what we do. We we find. Normally, sometimes we do find good things to read, but ordinarily we find like the bottom of the barrel garbage, then uh, read through it and do basically the same thing that these guys do. Because we ripped them off. I yes, blame because we thing. ripped it off. Straight up, ripped it off. I mean, that's yeah, okay. straight up. But they also, I mean, you guys also read one of my uh, one of my short stories on your show. Mm-hmm. So they did. That's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we did that when we were sick of reading the bad things. Well, yep. I'm glad I could offer a reprieve. <laughs> I'm glad that the bar has been set so low that my story shines like a beacon in the night. <laughs> Jeez. Um, really, really selling yourself short there. Well, you know, you gotta. Yeah. I'm like, well, thanks for reading my story. And then it dawned on me what you guys read most of the time. Like, well, that really isn't saying much now, is it? <laughs> hey, we we like imagine like going to a gourmet dinner after having stuff from a rundown Arby's that is actually abandoned. And How did Arby's end up like this? Behind <laughs> Abandoned by Arby's. Yes, they just—it just—it's just—it's just, it, it's just, uh, it's just uh, Arby's spray painted across a dumpster. Yeah. How did Arby's end up like this? Well. well. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, link uh, probably be in the description below if you are interested. Go listen to it. Yeah. Awesome. And that will that would be spin. I'm going to rip up yes. on your kicked analysis. <laughs> um, uh, I don't really have many plugs. Uh, new one. I like I said the last few times. Uh, pretty stoked for the next uh, Midnight Marinara that should be coming out soon. Uh, look for it at the end of the month. I am even as we work on this one. I have been getting all my voices in and have been editing it. It's going to be a two-parter. It's going to be an original story written by me and Mike MacD, and uh, it's uh, hopefully going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yes. I just yes, hope it. Good. I just hope it doesn't come out on this year's leap day. <laughs> because it isn't a leap oh, yeah. year. 
yeah, that would be that would cause a temporal paradox of some sort, and then we might actually get a real Shadow Colonel Sanders. <laughs> uh, Dead Palette, you got anything you want to you want to share with the rest of the class? I'm going to sleep. Okay. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Message from Ray Gun Reader. Okay, try it now. Is it working yeah, now? Okay, working. move over. <clears throat> People of Earth, I am Abysme. And I'm Paprika. We have crash landed on a moon in your solar you crashed system. Us. I wasn't Shut driving. up, I'm on the phone. And we'll maintain this frequency while repairs are made. Which could take a while, so we decided to read some science fiction while we wait. If you crave imaginative stories, intelligent discussion, and comedic banter, be sure to tune in each week. Here on Benview or on YouTube at Raygun Readers. Until we speak again, farewell and safe travels. Why are you doing that stupid voice? It's not stupid, you're stupid and insubordinate. You don't outrank me! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com. Ha, 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 ha.